what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. And guess what? I am so excited to let you know that the Biz Women Rock Elite membership is now open and ready for you. What is the elite? Just like elite athletes have certain qualities that make them stand out amongst all the other athletes, elite business owners are just the same. And in the Biz Women Rock Elite membership, you are surrounded by all of your fellow rockin' biz women who don't take no for an answer who are super obsessed with continuing to grow themselves, grow their businesses, and do big things in this world. And as a member of the Biz Women Rock Elite, you get special access to really in-depth targeted education that is available nowhere else in the Biz Women Rock community and specialized tools, strategies, and access to your fellow members in a productive way that will produce results in your business. You are not in this game alone, girl. So go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash elite membership and become a member today. I am back with a live coaching session today, and these sessions are here so that you can get deep insight into business issues, ideas, and challenges that we all face as we create strategies, solutions, and action plans that you can benefit from. It's also a great way to just see how transformative it can be to allow another person into your business so you can save time, save money, and energy that you would normally take figuring it out on your own. We are in this together, girl. If you are interested in a strategy session for you, just contact me and let me know that you're interested. I have packages that I customize for every single coaching client according to what their needs are. So just email me at katie at bizwomenrock.com. All right, so today is a long one, but I promise you it is worth every second listening to today's live coaching because I'm speaking with Ali Weisel, who is the owner of Summit Business Team. She provides accounting services, payroll services, bookkeeping services, and kind of like we are your accounting and financial services in a box type of services, all-in-one services for small business owners. And today we're talking about a couple of different things that we dive pretty deeply into and it gets really personal. And I'm so grateful to Allie for being so open with what is going on with her because I know that not only have I dealt with a lot of the things that she's talking about, but I know you have too. And I know a lot of your fellow biz women have as well. So massive, massive learning in today's session. So the two issues that we go into pretty deeply is number one, she wanted to know how she can do a better job of basically explaining her business to other people. And what ended up coming out of this was she is a full service agency, really. She provides all sorts of different services. So how does she get out of overwhelming her clients from, hey, we've got everything from A to Z to actually getting them into the packages that are most appropriate for them? And there is an incredible deep dive into that. And we also go into the fact that she is currently 
feeling really frustrated, really unfocused, really all over the place and not managing her time very well. She's not being very productive. So what started out as the question of, hey, I need to do a better job of managing my time. What should that look like? We actually really got deep into the fact that she's had a pretty big business blow. And how does she get back from that? And how does she get back into doing the things that she knows help her be in flow and produce really well in her business? And she should know because she was really clear that when she was in flow in her business and doing the things that made her productive, she literally quadrupled her business in one year. So if you were feeling out of focus, if you were feeling like you just can't get into that flow that helps you produce and accomplish the things that you want in your business, this is the episode to listen to. So let's get going with Allie Weisel. Allie, what's going on, girl? Hey, Katie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, I'm excited. This is like a literal dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so honored. You said uh, when we got on, you're like, I've been listening to your podcast forever. So I'm very humbled by the fact that you have listened for so long and uh, so happy. It's been a benefit to you. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like every time, you know, I've told you I live in Tacoma, so I commute to Seattle quite often. And I, your podcast is the first thing I put on when I go. And then when I come back, I put on like the next podcast and I'll like listen to them over and over again if I need to. Yay, I love it. Oh, that's why I do this, girl. That makes me so happy. Well, you are here today on the other side of the mic because we're doing some live coaching here. And Woo. it is always really important. I have this here because I can't believe how much magic actually happens within the strategy sessions that I do with my coaching clients. And so I wanted to be able to bring that live to everyone so everyone listening can really hear how powerful it is to have somebody else looking in on your business and giving some ideas and helping you strategize through kind of some of those stuck moments that you're having. So Miss Allie, what I would love to do is I would love for you to just start by giving a brief explanation of you and your company so that everyone knowing once we get into strategy really knows what company we're dealing with. um, And then we can go from there. So my business is called Summit Business Team. And essentially me and my partner, Tim, um, he's a CPA and I've been doing accounting and bookkeeping for probably about 15 years, working with like QuickBooks and stuff like that. What I've really experienced over the last 15 years is I've worked with a lot of small businesses and I realized that small businesses, there's a a huge need in the market for small business owners to kind of have a one-stop shop for everything they need as far as tax filing, both state and federal, as far as figuring out how to, you know, keep on their bookkeeping every single month. Um, analyzing their numbers, understanding once your books are done, what do those reports mean and what does it mean for your business? But then also realizing like that I have, I also have a degree in uh, public relations and marketing. And so I will also help business owners analyze their numbers and create plans and implement plans that help grow their business. I started a series called business in a box where Basically, I help business owners that are that are growing maintain steady growth and then create good policies and procedures and processes that will essentially help structure and grow their business and maintain sustainable growth instead of just like crazy growth. Because a lot of a lot of what happens for small businesses is they'll have what's called uncontrolled growth and that usually sinks them. So I kind of help them, you know, I I, kind of act like a coach accountant 
Yeah, I guess. Yep. So it's really weird. <laughs> well, you're keeping you're helping them keep the numbers in mind and in the forefront, both for understanding their past and understanding where they want to go. So that's very important. Precisely. Yes. Thank you. Love it. See, <laughs> putting it into words. Love it. Okay. So what are we working on today? How can I best help you? What do you most want to get out of this session? So you hear how long it takes for me to explain what I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would like to have a more concise explanation um, just because the businesses I have worked with and that have started with me, I've really helped them grow. I have a amazing reviews. And I really, I'm good. I'm good at what I do. I'm good at going in and looking at a business and saying, Hey, here's what needs to change here, here, and here. And here's what you're doing well. And, and so I really want to be able to convey that in a way that shows what value I offer to small business owners. And then the other thing is I'm just having a really hard time after kind of a a difficult season, I'll call it (laughs) staying focused and staying motivated. Because I'm just kind of like, like right now. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. So you're looking for a concise way to explain who you are, what you do. What's the pain point for that? Is it because your potential clients aren't really getting what you do? I think for the most part, like what I feel like is a lot of people who are small business owners would get a lot out of what I do. But a lot of times people are really hesitant I don't really know why. I think a lot of times it's because small business owners, um, there's just such, they're so little to start with, even though they don't usually, not a lot of small businesses have, excuse me, a lot of like capital to start up with. And so they usually want to do their own book. So they want to, you know, do their own thing and they see anybody who's, who's going to come in as a consultant or I even tell them that getting a coach, you know, I'm not a coach, but getting a coach is really important. And they'll look at it and be like, well, that's a, you know, it's a big cost. And I'm like, it's not really a cost. It's more of an investment. You know, when you invest in your business and you invest in those numbers and, and in those things, the return on that investment usually outweighs whatever you've invested into it. Okay. For example, I'll give you one really great example. I have a client that I met last year um, or two years ago, sorry. Um, I was volunteering at a, at a soup kitchen. She's like, I need to get my books together, but I've had all these bad experiences and I'm, you know, low on funds. So I started her off on like our lowest bookkeeping package. Mm-hmm. And after about a year, we got her caught up on her taxes, got her caught up on her books. And then I was able to sit down with her and be like, okay, here are your numbers. Like you've got a really great thing going. And she's like, I'm ready to expand. And so I took her from being just a bookkeeping client to now I'm doing consulting for her. Right. So and she's just been wowed by the things I've been able to do. And I'm like, how do I tell people about that? I don't I don't know how to do that. <laughs> how do people typically first engage you? Is it just like this? Like they typically will get like your lower package bookkeeping option? Yeah, pretty much. Like out of 10 clients, how many of those people will then transition into what I would call like the next phase of, okay, now you're consulting them on sort of strategic growth? Uh, about seven or eight. I, I have about an 80%, like, um, I guess what would be like a turnover. Right. Like, <laughs> like we'll I, call it the I transition number. Or the, people. <laughs> right, right. There we go. Transition. Or you're just converting them. I mean, it's a conversion number. Like you're converting them from the basic client to the next phase client. Yeah, precisely. Exactly. How many phases would you say that you have? Like you have that in it, like how many packages basically? On our website, it kind of, it, it puts it all out there. So we have, because there's so many different things that people will need. I have three really, really basic bookkeeping packages that range from 75 to 175. But then we do an hourly package for clients that need a little bit more assistance, especially if I need to go in and fix a whole bunch of stuff or get 
a lot of stuff caught up. Like if you're years behind on your taxes and I need to do your books in order to do your taxes, obviously. And then people who have payroll and that kind of stuff. And so setting them up is there are a lot of different services that we offer, but it's just really hard to convey sometimes because you have to kind of assess everybody's needs are so different. It's not like I can, you know, put a rubber stamp on every single person and and be like, every client is going to I need the same thing. I have to like customize everything. Right. So I try to do it in three phases. So I'm looking at your website right now. And if you happen to be in front of a computer and you want to look along with me as you are listening, it's at team-summit.org. So I'm looking at your website right now and I can clearly see those three portals, if you will. You know, you've got your bookkeeping and payroll, you've got your tax planning and prep and business consulting. And so, you know, you ideally as the creator of this website, you would think that I would know, oh, I need business consulting and I just want to go there, right? I'm saying this because if you are ultimately wanting to figure out how to effectively communicate what it is you do, I would think that you would start with the different types of clients you have and how they're coming into you. Because I would think that for every level of service that you offer or each one of these phases as we're calling them, that a different type of client is ready for that. So there's a particular client or there's a description of, let's say, avatar number one, who generally speaking comes right into that bookkeeping and payroll service, right? Your lowest package that you have just to get things started. And then just like your client that you had described before, she was at a different level. She was a different business owner, had different needs when she was ready to now take you on for consulting, right? So I would think a really good starting point for you is to get really clear on who your different avatars actually are. Like who are your different business owners and what are their pain points as it relates to your services? Like as it relates to money and financing and money management and bookkeeping and accounting and all that stuff, what are their actual needs and pain points? And I would think that you could categorize them into lining up with those particular offerings that you have. Is that making sense so far? Yeah, that makes, I'm writing this all Okay, down. perfect. <laughs> no, it's time. And then what you can do is uh, like how that then faces itself to the public would look like this in a practical way. So you basically would then speak to the results that each pe- each of those avatars really want on your website. And then of course, like according to whatever conversations that you are having. So on your website where I see this portal called bookkeeping and payroll, well, that's what, that's the feature, right? What you want to mm-hmm. show is the benefit. So back into the person who would want that and what do they really want? What's the big benefit that they want and why would they come to you? So to me, that would look something like ready to outsource your bookkeeping for the first time or something like that, or ready to have someone um, too busy to keep track of your bookkeeping, let us do it. So it's, it's, it's a different language. It's speaking to what they want and then they click on it and then you're describing your bookkeeping and payroll services, right? So you're, you're going to have to yeah. do a little work into exactly what that title should be of that particular portal of your business. But, but that's how you would get to it. So if discover who that avatar really is, what their needs are, what their pain points are, what language they're using when they come talk to you. Like ask yourself, what language are those 10 people coming to say? What, what are they going through? And then how do I take a key solution as a one-liner, if you will. And how do I put that right there so that I, I, every time that type of person comes to my website, they click on that, of course, because that's what they want. Okay. Precisely. Yeah. And then do that with each of those levels or each of those phases. So for example, that one client who is now ready for business consulting, 
what were her pain points? Like what was, what was she ready for? And so when you start backing into that, that particular phrase might look like ready for strategic financial growth, click here. Like we can help, right? Oh, that's a good one. So now, and then when she clicks on that, then she's finding out more about the full services that you offer. So this is a major, major paradigm shift from showing your features on your website and in how you speak, by the way, to shifting the paradigm to speaking to the benefits and the the desires that somebody really has that fulfills the pain point, okay? So I'm just using your website as one way of how to communicate that, but this is really true of, of however you're communicating communicating it, right? Does all that make sense? Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Okay, yes. perfect. So yeah, so I would I would start there and then back into what those particular phrases should be because that's a damn good conversion rate. Yeah. Out of 10 people, seven people are now going through your portal with you. So you absolutely want to keep doing what you're doing. But what I feel like you're saying is like, I'm not getting the person who's already at phase three. And I want that person too, right? Yeah, I want everybody. <laughs> right, there you go. That's why I love you, girl. That's why you're part of the Biz Women Rock community. Because we well, want it all. Honest, like, like, this is my passion. Like, yeah. I love small businesses and I love empowering, especially women in small business, because not only do small business owners, they're the ones that impact the community. They're the ones that strengthen communities and local economies. Like, they're so important and so vital to any town or city or, you know, wherever you are. And so I just, you know, it's like I want to bring that to everybody but I, I get like all excited and then I just start being like, oh, blah, 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 and I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, and part of this, and for any of you listening who you're sort of in this space where you're like, I do so many different things and I can help everyone. This is what I want you to hear. Like your job as a, as a provider of the resources and the solutions that people need, if you offer more than one thing for one person, your job is just to listen and ask what their needs are. So I want you to imagine that you're at a networking event or you're talking to somebody who they think is interested in your services, your number one job is to is to do the qualifying for them. And you do that by asking them a ton of questions about what their needs really are so that when you're talking to a client, you don't, or a potential client, you don't have to tell them about your full range of services. You just need to ask the questions so that you know which one they actually belong in. Uh, when you go to make an offer, you're asking a ton of, this is like the discovery calls, right? So you're asking a ton of questions to find out what their needs are. I'm sure you do this already. So your job by the end of that conversation is to know, and you can, if you can visually see this with me, it's like if you, okay, we've got this package here and it's ideal for this per this type of person in this situation with these pain points. And, and then we've got this package here, same thing, this package here, same thing. And then your job literally during a, a discovery call or an initial conversation is to understand from your vantage point, which package would best serve them. And that's the one that you're talking about. That's how you keep them out of overwhelm. Like, oh my God, they do everything. No, yeah. they, you don't. Of course you do everything, but everything's not going to serve them. Only this package over here is going to best serve them now. Precisely. When and if you if you get pushback, if they're like, oh, that's a little out of my price range, then you can say, oh, well, listen, we have this other package over here and here's what it does offer. And it or or you would first of course ask, like, well, what's your budget? Like what were you thinking that you could budget for this? And they might say, oh, I was thinking of 70 to 150 bucks a month, you know, and you could say, well, listen, we have this package over here and this is what it includes. And um, it does not include this part, which I think is really important for you right now. But as a way to get started, this would be a really great option for you. And we can always build up to get 
getting to a, a point where we can now build that into your budget, right? So you're able to satisfy whatever their needs are, but your job is to not overwhelm them with every option. So your job is to make sure that you qualify them into the option you know in your head is going to best service them. Okay, that's perfect. That's okay. better. It, I think sometimes I just get too excited and then I just talk too much. <laughs> Girl, you're not the only one. I think all of us who are passionate about what we do. Now, here's my question. Do you have a majority of a local business base, client base, or are you all over the place? Are you servicing people everywhere? I am more local. Um, I've had clients that are overseas or you know in other states as well. And it's not really a problem. I can do pretty much everything remotely. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we do that everywhere, but I do, I work with a lot of local businesses as well. Okay. Now the question also then is because I have been in a local business where literally the, our sales were made in person, the majority of the time sitting down and doing, you know, this discovery call. And we, as a membership organization for our local entrepreneurs community, like we had a couple different packages and what I, that's exactly what I would do is I would lead them to the right package that was for them. They would visually see that there were other packages. And so they would ask, well, what about these? And I would then say, well, you said you wanted this, this, and this, and this is the package that has that. So remember that people for the most part are very visual. So if you are meeting with people one-on-one or even if you're meeting, if you're having calls with people, whether they're local or not, having a visual representation that walks through the benefits and the features of each of these packages would be very helpful so that even if you're talking to somebody online, you could say, Hey, go onto my website, go click here. And then it literally shows them what they get. Like, and I don't know if yours does this right now, but like, it's like a checklist, like here's everything that you get and you can have, this is who you are. This is what your needs are. And this is how we service that to the best of our ability. I noticed like that checklist, like, okay, I get this, I get this, I get this. I could compare that really easily and say, yes, that's exactly what I need. Yeah. We have the bundle pricing chart and it has our silver, gold, and platinum package. Perfect. So 75, 125, and 175. Perfect. And then there's like the fine print underneath it. That's like, you know, that's obviously you get that, but within these parameters, like, you know, right. I'm not going to be available because I've had clients that are like, I want the $75 package. Well, then they call me like four or five times a week and I spend over like six hours on the phone with them per month. And then they're like, but <laughs> what? Yeah. You're like, by hour six, you're like, let's talk about package number two. I think that that sounds like that. It seems like you are needing a little bit more one-on-one time. And so here's a package that would actually exactly. better. But th- by the way, this is why you start asking those questions and you have that big discovery call because you need, you know, like it's worth the conversation of like, how, how much attention do you want from me? Like how much, you know, when I was searching for an accountant, like I was very clear, I knew my business enough, well enough to know I need to have your cell phone number. Cause I need to text you questions that I have right away. And I need to know that you're going to get back to me in a, in a relatively reasonable time. I don't need you a lot, but I need to have that access to you when I need you. So, and typically I might reach out to you, you know, twice a month. So what does that look like? So if you can get an idea from them, what their needs are from you as an individual, as your support or the support from your team versus like how many transactions are you going to be running, right? Like all of that stuff. Like those are all the questions that you're asking to figure out what level of a touch of a client are they? And then you can back into, well, this seems like the best package for you. Yes. That's exactly what I need to do. Yay. Okay, I, good. Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing is, is when I do transition people, I'll get nervous sometimes. It's like, I don't know. I feel like I'll second guess myself. Or like I said, I'm, I've been having a problem with managing my time because I do have quite a few clients. And right now I'm kind of doing it on my own. Me, my partner's been helping me. But like I said, I, I made a, a poor, I made a bad hire. 
Yeah. Did a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. You're not the only one, girl. (laughs) And now you're recovering, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, now I'm kind of in that. Yeah, I'm recovering. Yes. That's exactly what I would would say it is, is I'm just kind of like, I don't want to just go back and and hire somebody and, you know, and and trust someone again, because I, I know I need to like kind of... It's like a breakup. Like you mm-hmm. heal. <laughs> okay. You watch some like rom coms and drink some wine. <laughs> <laughs> you noted that here that your answer to any any business issue is to watch a rom com and go drink some wine, dude. That's exactly what I was going to leave you with. <laughs> okay. So well, let's let's dive into that time management thing because that's something that literally every single businesswoman is experiencing. I promise you. How do I clone myself? How do I better manage? my time? How do I optimize the time that I do have? No matter what the reasons are, whether I made a bad hire or whether I promised, you know, I got five new clients on and that's awesome, except it requires that I work 48 hours a day. How in the world am I going to do that? Right? So I guess, how can I best help you with the time management thing? Because that's a, that's a pretty large question. So why don't you tell me kind of your biggest pain point and, and we can focus in on that. So I feel like what'll happen is I have really bad ADD. My ADD is like so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. I will start probably four or five different tasks and I'll maybe complete one of them if I'm lucky. And maybe I'll come back to it the next day. But sometimes I just straight up get distracted or I'll just be like, "Eh, whatever, it's three o'clock. I'm not feeling productive. And I'll just kind of not do what I should be doing. And I know I should be doing it, but it'll be like, I have so many thoughts that are so overwhelming that it's just easier to just be like, I don't even have the time to think about this. And then I take like a two hour long shower. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So number one, I I know, I I know I'm not here to be your, you know, your emotional counselor, but I just need you to know. And I need you listening to know that that this is so ridiculously common. While I do not take the two-hour shower, I absolutely have something that looks like this, okay? So this is so common. So number one, just delete any any sort of like, oh my God, I can't believe I do this. This is so wrong. Like we all go through this, right? So okay, let's, let's talk about focus. <laughs> How do you organize your day? What do you start with in the morning? I have like this really amazing planner. And for the most part, I mean, I'm not, I'm not horrible. I mean, if I was really bad, I I quadrupled my income in one year. So obviously I do know how to accomplish tasks, but it's like, I'm either like working my ass off, accomplishing things, working myself to exhaustion, or I'm just like barely getting by. It's like, there's no consistency to what I do or how I do it. What has worked for you when you feel like you're in flow, when you feel like you are being able to check things off a list very well, or you feel like you are doing the right things? What has that looked like in the past? Right now, I don't have an uh, like a closed off office. I have like an office area in my home, but it's not like closed off. I have an office outside of my home that I can go to. But for the most part, I do a lot of my, you know, stuff from my home office. And I feel like what I probably need to do is close off this area because it's just, I'm too accessible to small people. Uh Um, Yeah. You didn't, you, you guys didn't get to hear the, the, you kids better be quiet while I'm on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Me threatening my children to make them stay downstairs while I'm doing it. Okay. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. If you have an outside office to go to, why don't you go there? And it's okay. There's no right or wrong answer. I'm just asking the question. It's about 15 minutes from my house, which doesn't sound like it's just, I feel like right now, like when I was doing well, like I said, like I'm in a slump right now when I was doing really well and I was super motivated. I woke up every day. I meditated. I did yoga. 
And then I got in my car and I went to the office and I have my little planner that has my to-do list and I keep, it's like a customizable planner. It's like the 365, create mm-hmm. 365 or whatever yeah. planners. And I love it because I can customize it for my week because not every week looks the same. So, I mean, I was doing really well. I get to the office, I do, you know, what I needed to do. And I'd leave by about three 30 or four because I'm useless after about three 30. <laughs> I'm like completely useless. Like, uh-huh. don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I just, I'm completely brain dead. And then I can pick back up at around like six or seven, get a few emails out, get a couple of tasks done after, you know, kids are in bed or whatever. And so that's usually what my days would look like. And just recently, ever since the breakup, um, <laughs> I've just been like, what am I doing? I don't know. Here's I, I like hodgepodge do random work. And now I'm just kind of like, eh. right. I, just, I don't know. So I'm really sorry for myself lately. That's okay. I, by the way, I'm just, <laughs> I'm so appreciative that you're sharing this because I really, I, I need you to know that literally everyone listening to this is probably nodding at saying, oh my God, I've totally been there. Okay. So we're not alone. That's you guys, you ladies, you know, that that's what I'm all about. We are not alone. So, so let's talk about how to get you the structure that you need? Because for me, it sounds like you work well when you have your structure and you honor that structure, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm not honoring it. I'm no, not going to lie. Exactly. And A, <laughs> that is okay. There are these moments in these seasons in our lives. Sometimes it's hours. Sometimes it's days. Sometimes it's weeks. Sometimes it's months where we go through really shitty seasons and <laughs> we're feeling sorry for ourselves. We're feeling less than. We're feeling like something just Mack truck hit us across the face and whatever yeah. outside situation has totally rammed us. Okay. And so we don't, it, 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 it's not as easy as just like, oh, well, I'm going to get up early tomorrow and fix it, right? Like, it's just, it takes a little bit more than that, okay? So number one, I want you to recognize that. Number two, I do want you to recognize that you know what works. And so you know the answer to this already. What is important, I think, is during this time period is protecting that and incubating that structure as much as possible. Because right now, it if you told yourself to get up at this time and meditate and do the yoga and do everything at 100% that you were doing when you were in flow, it might work for a day or two until you went and then you would go back into a slump and then you would feel like crap about yourself because your attempt to start, it did not work again, right? So what's most important is for you to create the support around you as much as possible that is going to get you back up to being able to kind of do it on your own or to be able to like be self-sufficient. Okay. What that means is there's a couple of ideas. Number one is you can have an account, have some sense of accountability that can look like a lot of things. It can literally be your sibling or good friend or your husband or somebody And you just saying, hey, listen, I'm committing to do this every day. And I just, my goal is to like check in with you every day just to make sure I've done it. It kind of needs to be somebody who you're a little scared of and you've got to, you know, is a little (laughs) separated from you so that you can be like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, right? not my husband. Okay, so probably not your husband. Your husband is going to be like, babe, come back to bed. You don't need to meditate, right? No, he'll tell me. It'll just turn into a fight. I'll be like, I don't feel like it. (laughs) Okay, yeah, definitely not the hubs. Okay, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> you need some sense of external accountability right now. You need some other force other than yourself. This is, you're trying to white knuckle yourself back into that flow and it's not working. So you need some external support right now. So a couple of examples. So number one, yes, you could do somebody else who's an accountability partner of sorts. I'm using that term rather loosely because that can be a lot of things, but just the accountability itself can look like a lot of things. So it can literally be like, hey, I'm committing for seven days. If you have listened to this podcast and you have been in the Facebook group, you know what a big, big believer I am in seven day challenges. So I'm just a big believer. You just need kind of like a, a like a, a shock to the system almost. And during these times, it is vital that you have somebody else who you are holding yourself accountable to. So like for me, I will bring my coach in on that. I have an accountability partner. Like I will be like, dude, I am, yes, I can, I'm pretty driven within myself, but I need to tell you to, and I need you, if you don't hear from me by this time, I need you to reach out to me and like bust my butt because I, I need to be doing it. Right. Because truthfully, like for both of them, I will feel like a, a dork if by day four, like I keep it's the third time that I've told them an excuse, right? Like they're ultimately not holding my feet to the fire, literally speaking, but like I feel a, a responsibility to be the woman that they think I am kind of a thing, right? Get somebody to, external to hold you accountable. Now this could look yeah. like you are getting a coach, you're getting a strategist, you're getting to be part of a mastermind. You are doing something that forces you regularly to show up and be that person that you're telling yourself and others that you are. And it's a good, this external stuff is really good. Actually, I've had, a, I've had clients in the past who are like, I feel bad that it takes this external, that I need external motivation. And the reality is, is that we all do. It's easy to let yourself down. That's why it's totally. like, I'm, I'm not going to get mad at me for letting me down. I feel sorry for me. Right. So if you know, if you want, <laughs> I always, I always equate this to health and fitness. And so, you know, I'm a big athlete and, and for me, like health and fitness, if there's ever like, oh, hey, I want to do this 21 day program or have this level of success. And I never go along the lines of weight loss, but like if that, if that resonates for you, great. But like, honestly, the best way that you're going to have success is you need to, you need to tell other people and you need to have them hold you accountable. So what this could mean for you is, could there be somebody else who maybe is like a business cohort of yours who could sh be at the office and your job is to meet them at the office at this time every single day. And that's just their job is to make sure that you show up there, you know, um, or just, you <laughs> yes. know, or you tell your partner like, Hey, I'm going to be in the office every day this week. And I just, I need you to kind of hold my feet to the fire on that. They're not going to do anything, but like, you know, that you've made that promise to them. So you have to fulfill that. Right. Precisely. Yeah. I mean, like making those kinds of commitments to myself or even just like, like the best thing for me, it's like my kids are out of school now, which is even worse <laughs> because when I was like driving them to school and like early, early in the morning at like the butt crack of dawn, like that made me wake up. Right. And I'd be like, Oh, and then when I'm up, I'm up. Well, and so because most of this is, and I can totally identify with this. If I don't wake up early before my household wakes up and I don't get my own time in to do what, whatever the heck it is I need to do to journal, to mindset, to create content, like I am a moody MOF, you know, like I am so, I'm so angry that I didn't get my alone time. I'm so angry I didn't get that. So, and, and I'm angry because my day hasn't 
started off the way that I wanted it to start off. So that takes a lot of discipline. And I'm not always great at it, to be honest with you, but I'll get up and try every single day. And and during those moments when I feel really out of flow, like I will, I will then tell my business coach, I'm like, listen, can you, I, my job is to message you every single morning at this time. If you haven't heard from me, please like kick me in the butt yeah, and she'll, yes. and she'll do it. You know, <laughs> that's part of the reason why I invest in her. It's just one of the many reasons. So I would, I would recommend at this point, for a very short term time period, you've got to give yourself as much outside support and accountability as you can, because that's going to help. You already know what you need. You already know exactly what works for you. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and because we are hard driving businesswomen, there's probably this other second layer that's like you beating yourself up for not doing it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then I just kind of, yeah, like that's exactly, that's literally hitting the nail directly on the head of the nail. Right. Which, okay. That's exactly what it is. Oh my God. I, I just, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. I keep saying that because I literally just went through this. And, and so I need you to know that no matter what phase of business you go through, like we, my goal is just to keep on getting better at this, keep on getting better at this. But I feel like this is a constant thing that I keep on learning. Apparently, life keep, keeps on teaching me and it's teaching me through my business. I'll give you a couple practical things that have worked for me, okay? So practical things are when you get that so much of what's keeping you down and out of flow is this alley on the outside who's beating you up for not doing what you should do or not being what you should be. A couple practical things is to journal it out. I'm a big journaler. And you can just say like, I just bought a journal. Yay! Um, Whatever, just get it out. Like get out those negative toxic thoughts. I literally just recently had probably like an eight page journal entry of why I was so livid. I'm just, I was just angry. I was angry at everything. And it took me eight Mm -hmm. pages of notes to realize I was angry about literally everything in my life. And it, by the time I was done writing it down, so much of it, the vast majority of it lost its power. Um, And I was able to see very clearly the core of where some of that anger was coming from. So I, and I, and I saw what time of the month that happened to line up with, you know, like I I was starting to see some of this stuff. I'm not saying that's the entire reason. Don't you dare pin that on me, but that's a big part of the reason there's this big emotional thing going on during different parts of the month. So anyway, but it helped me see that stuff and it took the sting out of a lot of that stuff. Now, Second thing is I'm a big Tony Robbins um, lover. And I was just in this moment, a big thing for me was like, I need to get good thoughts in my head fast. Like I need good, positive, motivational, like serious. How do I like, I just need to flood myself with good, positive thoughts and affirmations and it's ironic that I'm saying this because Tony Robbins doesn't believe in any of that crap, but what he believes in is action, (laughs) but, but he fulfills that for me. And so like what I would do is I would go and fill your mind with positivity, fill your mind with good vibes that you need. Cause you need to be thinking on that frequency. You need to kind of like shift your mindset. And it's just really easy for us to go down this path of like feeling sorry for ourselves and, and cuddling up into the corners of our bed going, I just want to escape. I just want I don't want to do anything. I just want to escape. Right. So go fill your head with super positive things, things that motivate you, things that make you think differently. And one of the things that I was listening to when I was in one of these moments as I was listening to Tony Robbins, and this is why I love him. He reminded me of the fact that so much of your state is is your 
physicality. Like it's your, it is all about what physical presence you're having and what you're doing. So, you know, part of the reason why we continue to go on this downward spiral is because we get sad and depressed and, you know, self-abusive and then we're not moving. We're in a corner on our bed. We're not getting up in the morning. We're not excited. We don't have that energy. And so there is a lot that you could do energetically to shift the state of where you are by literally moving your body. So that is why when you were doing yoga in the morning, that had so much of an impact on the rest of your day. So whether it's something as simple as like, hey, I'm just going to jump five times after I wake up you know, next to my bed. I know this is so stupid, but literally something that simple can seriously have a big impact on the way that you like the state in now that you are now in to be able to approach the rest of your day. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, I, and, and that's why why I'm where I'm at, you know, is right. because I didn't continue to observe those right. um, routines. And it's okay. We get, all of us fall out of those routines and sometimes one piece goes away and sometimes all of them seem to freaking disappear at the same time. And like all of a sudden, it, wow, do we fall fast, right? Well, and the thing is, is I'm an idealist, you know, mm-hmm. like I am an idealist and I'm a perfectionist, which makes me very good at what I do. But then when I don't live up to my own ideals or my own idea of perfection, then I just kind of am like, well, if I can't do it perfect, I'm not doing anything at all. So hmm. and I'm like throwing a tantrum against myself. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. Well, here I go. I'm just going to keep doing it. I know. What the fuck am I doing? I know. <laughs> and the, you know, the other thing that I would recommend this, this is sort of akin to like the accountability partner, but it's definitely a, a thing in and of itself is just find a person ideally or a space to vent to. That's part of what that journaling exercise is for. But I have found, like I have two people that I can just download on and I know that they don't judge me. I know that I don't have to back anything up, that I can sound as ugly as possible and they can hear the darkest parts of me. And like my sister is one of those people and we use Voxer a lot. Um, (laughs) And she will literally get like these 10, 15 minute Voxer messages from me. (laughs) And I will have to type, hey, no need to listen to this. I just needed to download it, you know, because so many times like just knowing that I'm getting it out and someone else is going to listen really takes the whole, like it takes the air out of it. It All of a sudden it's like, okay, I just needed to get that out. But the longer you allow that toxic stuff to stay inside of you, the more damage it's going to do and the longer it's going to do it. Exactly. And, I, and I, I've got a therapist, so I got that going for me. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, boom, download exactly. baby. <laughs> exactly. And I have a husband, so I have a husband in there. So we're good. <laughs> Seriously. So good. Just don't, you just need to prepare your husband as I do mine. Like I just need to, I just need you to listen. That's all I, I don't yeah, need solutions. Right. Like, it's just, I'm just bitching. Right now. This is literally just me bitching. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. And he's like, yeah. Do I have to like actually be like actively listening? <laughs> Just nod your head and pretend you can hear me. And that's, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's it, babe. That's it, babe. So, okay. So I know that we haven't like resolved the world's problems from A to Z here, but are, is all this stuff that we talked about for both of these particular issues, are those things that you feel like there are practical steps on what you can now do to move forward to get you some peace and to get you into action in the next phase? Yeah. I think I was being unrealistic as far as like thinking that as a business owner, I'm going to reach like homeostasis and things are just going to run smoothly and life will just be like normal and perfect. And that's just not reality. Like it's just never going to be reality. Like it's going to be ebbs and flows and it's going to be, I think what I needed was this session to feel normal again. Cause I felt like, well, maybe I should give up honestly. Like that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking before this was like, maybe I should just polish up my resume and just give up on the whole notion of owning my own business because it's just too hard. 
you know, but I'm like, obviously like this is, this is my passion. This is what I like doing. And I feel like talking to you has helped me sort of regain that fire. Like I feel like tomorrow morning I am going to wake up and I am going to do yoga. I'll post about it in the group. Um, Yay! (laughs) if I do it, if I do it, even if I don't do it, I'll wake up tomorrow and be like, I am covered in shame. I have done nothing. Or I'll be like, Hey, this is me doing yoga. You know? So I, love I feel it. like this has been so, so beneficial. Good. And I feel like my cup has been replenished. Good. And I appreciate it. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. And please just remember that this whole journey, there is no such thing as homeostasis. I mean, this whole journey is a constant ebb and flow of you know, being in flow and then falling out of flow and then being in flow and falling out of flow. And what ultimately makes this whole journey doable and worthwhile is when you can surround yourself by the love and support of people who get it, who know who know what it's like, and they can hold up that mirror in front of you and say, look, you're not that far away. And look, you haven't fallen that far. Look, like just inch this way and then you're back on, you know, and, and who can remind you that they too have had experiences just like this too. So you're on it, girl. Our job as businesswomen is to make sure that we're just in it. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And there is never this quote unquote moment when you quote unquote make it like there just isn't that. So the more that you can continue to take a step into this journey, show up every single day and get that that's what it's all about. It's living and appreciating and truly loving the ebbs and flows. If you don't love the ebbs and flows and don't truly appreciate them at some point, then that's time to get out of business because there's no end game for those of us who really believe in what we're doing and really love and find passion in what we're doing. There's no there's no end game to this. It's just all about being in it. So I am so glad that this was so helpful for you. And, and I just truly believe that you are doing something great. So just get yourself right back in it. You're not that far away. All right. I'm doing it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.